Welcome to Divorce Etc. hosted by us, the ex-experts. We're here to give you all kinds of information and tips on everything divorce. Plus, we're asking a lot of the questions that you may not even think of or know to ask, but we know because we've lived it, so we get it. We're Jessica and TH. I'm really excited. We are really excited. Yes, we are. Today's guest, uh, Tamisha, she founded this awesome company called Toolbox Divas. And before I do full introduction, I have to tell you how I found her. I was looking for an expert that could help our audience learn how to change the oil in their car, learn how to change a flat tire. And as I'm Googling, I see Toolbox Divas. And first of all, love the name. And then I started watching her stuff and I'm like, I found my girl. I don't even care what she does. She does stuff with the toolbox. She's going to help a bunch of people. So welcome to our show, Tamisha. Hi, how are you guys? We're good. We're so happy to have you here. We, I would just want to add to, to what TH just said. Like we also, when we first spoke to Tamisha to, you know, convince her to come on and, and be a guest here, like we just feel like she so fits in with us, her personality. She's so engaging and fun. So we hope you'd love her as much as we do, because this is not going to be the last time you hear from her. Well, thank you so much. Thank you so much for having me. It, you guys are amazing. Thank you. Thank you. So before we get into tools, <laughs> can you just share with us briefly, how did this even start? Like, where was the need that you found in your life that you needed to learn how to build and fix stuff? Well, um, honestly, all of this started with, um, it, it really started with a breakup <laughs> years ago. As it often does. Um, yeah. <laughs> Where I found myself uh, by myself and I needed to, uh, my parents, they lived too far away. I couldn't exactly call my dad to come help me do things. And I was low on funds and I needed to get, I needed to fix something. I had, originally I had just bought a house. Um, uh, it was before this house, before I moved here, I just bought a house and I wanted to fix it up and do things, but my money was low <laughs> and, uh, I didn't have anyone else to call. So I had to basically just make it work. And I started, um, I would call up my uncle and call up my dad and just get advice on what to do. And I started just, just getting in there and, and doing things. And my first project was putting up crown molding in my living room. I was, that's pretty ambitious. I did not know how to cut angles. It wasn't like changing a doorknob. Right. It was putting up crown molding. Oh my God. Yeah, because, okay, so I'll okay, get back. Maybe I should uh, rewind to that. So prior to that, I was sitting there watching HGTV constantly. And I was, and I was getting to the point where I was like, I'm tired of watching these people. I need to do, my, do this myself and stop just watching. And um, so, yeah, I started doing this. And one thing that I realized, well, I think I should have known this. I suck at angles. <laughs> and <laughs> so I made so many mistakes, uh, but I found this kit that allowed, that was like, um, that had like these blocks that you put in corners that made it look like, like crown molding for dummies. Oh, that's helpful. And it was like, it was the best thing ever. And, and, and I had, put crown molding up in my living room when I was done. That's amazing. I thought you were going to say you found these like YouTube videos that explained and showed step-by-step. Step, Cause I bet 
that's what most people are doing, which by the way, they can be going to your YouTube channel and watching all of the Toolbox Divas YouTube videos to learn all of the basics about what they need. That, that's true. But at that time, YouTube wasn't as popular. Mm -hmm. I mean, it was, but this was maybe 10, 15 years ago. Oh, wow. And okay. YouTube direction. was popular, but it wasn't popular in that way just yet. Right. Got it. So you started that. So you, all right. So you put up crown moldings and then you were like, check me out. Like, uh, yes. How then did I went it on to do a uh, backsplash into my kitchen? <laughs> Whoa. I mean, those are like major projects. Well, are they major projects or do they just sound oh. major? Like, uh, you know, I, I don't know, Jessica and I, I guess if we put our mind to it, we could do it. I was just really proud that I put together like this really big drying rack. <laughs> I, I feel like, I could, like I could like caulk something. I don't know if I could do it the right, I could do it, but I'm not sure it would look as good as what Tanisha's going to do. No, right, no. So sure. I like to say there are lots of ways to accomplish the same job. And there is no, there, there, I mean, yes, there are some wrong ways, but for the most part, <laughs> the house might fall down, the door you might can fall get down. to the same result in so many different ways. <laughs> so, okay, you do crown moldings, you do the backsplash, you're like full on fix it woman, and probably well, like, feeling a little too fast at that point. You, but you, but you, the average. It. To the average woman, you're like full on superwoman at this point. But even though you felt like, okay, you still had, you know, things to do, like at what point did you recognize, you know what, with, with your, the skills that you're learning and your personality, this could actually be a business. That actually came years, years later. Um, when I bought my second home, which was a complete fixer upper. Um, I bought, I moved to the Washington DC area and the housing market here at that time and still is, was just way different from what it is down south. And in order to afford a home, I had to basically buy something that was a disaster. Mm -hmm. Um, it's my home now. Uh, which <laughs> by the way, looks amazing, but I, I, I totally get it. I can totally relate. Like my, the apartment that I bought last year, it was a, is a complete gut job and same thing. Like you're going to get a better deal. Except that Tamisha went into it saying, I'm going to fix up this house. And, and I went into it saying, I'm going to hire a contractor. Right. You and I and almost everybody else would be like, you got a guy? So right. you got to get a guy. You got a guy. Okay. I want to get a girl. I want to get a right. guy. Yes. There are a lot of female contractors these days. Are they're a little harder to find, but they're around here and there. So when, when you're fixing up this first home of yours, were you kind of looking at it like this is like a playground for you and, and like getting excited with each new project you do? Like I, I put the drying rack together. I'm good. I, I, I don't need to. It's not what excites me, but that's, you know, that's not where my passion lies, but this is clearly where your passion lies. So is this always something you always liked to fix things and put things together? Was this always something that, that you like to do? Yes. And it just, it grew. From me fixing up things in the home, I started taking a, I, I went after grad school, I went to community college and studied carpentry. And then after community college, I started studying, um, I, I um, joined this tool library in Baltimore. 
And I started learning more about woodworking and making furniture. And I, that, that's when I really just started trying to do a lot of things on my own and, and, and fine tune uh, what I had learned. It's like you found, you found this like hidden passion almost that you didn't even know you had that you may not have even come across had the circumstances been different. I kind of, well, honestly, I honestly, in the, in the back of my mind, I always thought, I was like, oh, I want to do this. I want to do that. But I never would actually get up off the couch and stop watching TV and do it or pinning it to Pinterest. <laughs> and I was just like, you know what? I'm done. This is like, this is making me like so unhappy. And on a Friday night, I'm sitting here just watching TV and wishing I could do that at home or had a home that looked like that. And I was like, okay, I need to just figure out what I could do on my own. So let's just stop right there because that was your aha moment. And that's when things turned around. There are so many people out there who have maybe never worked or aren't, you know, just don't even know where their skills or passions lie. And the truth is, if you just go into your every day and, and explore the things that you like to do in your day that make you happy, those are probably the things you should explore. And that's exactly what you did. And that's exactly what our audience needs to hear. You can do it. If you want to do it, you can do it. It's like going to the gym. The hardest part is getting there. Once you're there, you're there, right? That's true. That, that's absolutely true. And honestly, that's when I realized for a long time, I always trying to figure out what's my purpose. I tell you, I'll be like in church in the pastor. We're talking about, you need to know your purpose, find your purpose. And I'll be sitting, I was like, well, it would help you tell me what it is. Right. Well, give me the tools <laughs> to figure but it out. No one actually tells you what your purpose is. You it kind of has to be something that you just you you discover on your own. And but once you figure out find your purpose, everything is easy. Right, because you're so engaged in it, you're feeling so passionate about it. So let's continue on with your story. You 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 fix you're fixing up your house. You're figuring all these things out time passes and you come to the realization that these are actually skills that you can pass on and teach to other people and that that would be gratifying to you. So tell us how you kind of turned it into Toolbox Divas. So I would constantly have girlfriends come and ask, well, well can you come help me do this? Can you come help me do that? And honestly, I did it for a while and I did it for food. And, and I was like, no, I am not doing this anymore for food. My waist is not appreciating this. <laughs> <laughs> And so I was like, okay, so um, a friend of mine was like, well, what are you going to do with this energy? And how are you going to channel this? And I was like, huh, well, maybe I could charge people. I don't know. Right. And I, but it got me to start thinking about like, oh, maybe I could be like a DIY coach. So I started off as a DIY coach and I would ask, uh, I would, I was, I set up a website and I would encourage people to email me if they need coaching to do something on their own. And one of the things that I found was um, I saw that Google likes websites. Sorry about that. <laughs> My phone is going off. Google likes websites that are constantly changing. And one of the ways that I could do that was by like um, starting to blog. So I figured if I started blogging about some of the things that I was doing in my own, own home, um, Google would like that and put my website in front of people so people will call me to be their DIY coach. Correct. And I realized that people didn't really want you to be their DIY coach. They wanted you to actually just do it. Right. They, want, they want you to be the guy. They want right. me to be the guy or girl. <laughs> right. 
And so I found that I was blogging and doing tutorials more than I was actually coaching in person. Okay. Um, and honestly, that actually then led to virtual coaching sometimes uh, more so. And I started doing this, um, this TV series for local TV here and where I live. And it just started growing from there. And I started doing Facebook, Facebook lives. That's when Facebook live was huge and just getting started then. And so now is the business people hiring you to go and, and do work and things that they need done, or is the business more people paying you for you to be able to teach them the skills to do it themselves? It is more, more of the latter. And also I'll take on a project. Someone will submit their project to me. And if I like their project, then I'll go and I'll help them. And with the help of a sponsor, we might make over a room or we right. might make a uh, build piece of furniture together. That's amazing. Oh, love that. so one of the things that teach and I have talked so much about, I know she was telling you briefly in the beginning of this call that uh, she's been learning to do some tasks around the house lately sent me a video last week of her changing out the toilet seats in some of the bathrooms while by the way her partner boyfriend live-in lover is like literally standing behind her I can hear his voice he's a contractor and I can hear his voice and I'm watching her doing the work and I'm like what the hell is happening here what am I even watching our, we've been having this, this ongoing 2021. <laughs> <laughs> she was preparing for you, Tamisha. She was preparing her skills for this call. Well, we, we ordered the toilet seats because they were cracked. And he took them and he took the screwdriver, go right, you know, getting ready to go change them. I go, I want to learn how to do it. Does you do? I'm like, yeah. I mean, how complicated can this be? Right except I didn't know there were tabs at the back. That's a game changer. If you know the screws are under the tabs, anybody can change a toilet seat. That's my tip of the day, everybody. There you go. And also make sure if it's an elongated toilet that you get the elongated seat. Otherwise they- yes, otherwise. Oh my God. Come up short, literally. The day. <laughs> but, but I am learning from him and you guys will all see one day. I helped, helped. He allowed me to take the first four hits on the house that we're building as we were knocking down the original house. I got to crush the roof and the garage and the whole thing. It was so exciting. She was literally driving. She's driving a bulldozer. There's an art to it, as there is to everything. I'm sure, Tamisha, like your craft is so much better than the first day you did it. But there's definitely an art to knocking down a house. I was just playing and not hurting anybody, including myself. <laughs> and then it's time for him to actually knock down the house. But I'm game to learn things. I, you know, now I'm into it. So I think it's really empowering for women in particular. And there are many men out there who should also feel empowered by learning how to do shit around the house and build stuff. But stuff has to get done. Right. And you yeah. have to know that when the water's overflowing, you gotta you have to know where the water shutoff is. So Tamisha, if you're living in a home and it's different living in an apartment, what are the things you need to know? Like what are, when I was single, newly separated with my kids in a new house, I had, you know, the handyman, honestly, show me how to do the stuff I needed to do. So you share with our audience, what are the things you need to know 
how to do if you're going to be in your own home. Or at least the top three things. Right, the top three. Name one of them. You need to know where the water shutoff valve is, but not just for the main one for the house. You need to know where it is for the sink and the kitchen, and you need to know it for the bathrooms. Because if if something starts flowing, you, you need to be able to cut that off. And, okay, and so is that, one. it is number one, but I just want to ask a follow-up to that. Is it the kind of thing where they're generally in a similar place? Like if I move into a new house, will, will wherever that valve be, it be in a similar place to where it maybe was in my last house or no. not? And with older homes, it's even more challenging. And in some homes, some older homes, they may not even have a cutoff valve in the kitchen or at the bat in, in each bathroom area. You might have to have that added. How would someone find that if they're in a home by themselves? What are the like, clues to go search for it? So for the main shutoff valve, you want to go look at maybe in your utility room or maybe where your hot water heater is. Okay. Or your kitchen. You can just actually just go under your kitchen sink and see if there is a, um, a knob that you can turn the water on and off with. If there isn't, you want to have a plumber come in and install one. Oh, my, that's good to know. If you don't my, see a shutoff valve, you need to have someone come and put one in. What I also did when I moved into my house, because I had it inspected before I moved in, I followed the inspector around the house because that's he good checks thing, yes. for all the basic things. I mean, so with the shutoff, mine was actually behind a wall in a bedroom in the basement. It wasn't in the utility room. It was next to the utility room. But you would never know where the hell it was. They opened the panels and there it was. So, okay, that's number one. And the panel needs to be accessible. Mine actually was nailed shut. What? Yeah, there is other stuff here. (laughs) So what's your number two tip that everybody needs to know if they're living in a freestanding independent home? Number two tip is um, you need to have a... You need to have one to two, I say two fire extinguishers. Right. One in the garage and one in the kitchen. And Why in the garage? To use it, by the way. Well, in the garage, like for me, <laughs> I'm in the garage working with some, sometimes I might be working with fire. Oh my God. Okay. <laughs> but you need to know how to use it. Like also yes, we do. To, for, for me to sell the house, the town fire marshal had to come in, make sure my fire extinguisher was, you know, in a certain spot and blah, blah, blah. If there's a fire, I don't know how to use the fire extinguisher and you don't have time to read the direction. So make sure you like, check it out. But read read it before when you first buy it. I'm sorry, I missed it. I was saying you can read the, like when you first buy your fire extinguisher and bring it home, like re- review the instructions for it. I, I, I didn't do that. Um, I'm, but, but one of the things I did I find that was easy, fire, so they, they now make a fire extinguisher that looks like a spray get, a spray uh, bottle, um, like a um, uh, like an aerosol can. Amazing. And so I actually keep more, now that I, I have them in aerosol cans, I keep them around everywhere. That's really smart. Okay. And then what would be your third most important must know tip for people in a home? then you should also know how to read each of the um, areas on your electrical panel. You need to know what each leads to. And well, this is kind of an offshoot to have one of those um, switches that will 
tell you whether or not something is hot or not. Um, this is one of those moments where I can't remember what it's called. You mean in the in the in the fuse like the to know uh, if it's a fuse what? detector where so the where the um well it's not a fuse detector but like um you need to have a label on in your fuse box next to each area right and you want to have one of those gadgets one of those electrical gadgets that if you push it into an electrical outlet it tells you whether or not it's hot or not oh right for an actual outlet to know if you plug something in and it's not working properly then you need you not you may not be sure if it's whatever the appliance is versus the actual outlet itself so i know what you're talking about you can get those at home depot you literally plug it in and you hold you hold it up there and it'll tell you if your outlet itself is the problem yes okay but also it allow you um to be able to like let's say your fuse box isn't fully labeled um, and it'll allow you to be able to track back to figure out where, um, what, 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 um, area that fuse works for. Right. So with my, my house, my house was so old and that box was just so messed up. I had to literally go through and turn off and on each fuse area to figure out where it was. So I could detect, so I would go and check is the power on my living room is the power on in my bedroom is, um, is my refrigerator working? Is my stove on a separate um, fuse? Right. And what I learned was my house was poorly um, uh, run. So. <laughs> okay. So it also will will alert you to whether or not you need an electrician to come in to make any changes. Right. Okay. Uh, because um, through that, I realized that I didn't have enough power to support all the modern appliances in my home. Oh, right. that's, that's a that's big, really yeah, that would definitely. I also had more than one panel. I had a panel that was upstairs. I didn't realize I had more than one. And when my power went up, went off upstairs, I went into the basement, it wasn't working for anything. And then I found it behind my bedroom door. Oh, wow. And then there was another separate one in the garage because my garage was detached. So you might have more than one panel. So I learned how to do that and it was all, I relabeled all mine because I couldn't read his hand or her handwriting that was there before. So I relabeled all of it. And, and I felt like pretty proud when I would go down and be like, oh, you know, I tripped the whatever. I'm going to just flip the switch back. And now I got my microwave back again. <laughs> yeah, I mean, it- that was one of the things I can run my microwave, iron clothes at the same time. <laughs> Right. Those now you have the, now you have the electrical supply, but those are really good tips for people to know. And, and I, I, I live in an apartment, um, in the city, but obviously I still have to have an electrical box. And in this temporary apartment that I'm in right now, I did have electrical issues in the beginning and some of the outlets weren't working. And I, I was able to go to the electrical panel and I, I don't know why I know this, but I do know that if like all the switches should be in a row and if there's one switch that's a little bit in the middle, that's probably the one. So if you flip that back on and, and I, and I also like was proud that I was able to kind of troubleshoot that, um, which is really important. But I also remember one of the first things I did after my first divorce, when I moved into an apartment on my own was I bought a toolbox. Now it's pink because it's me, but I really felt like 
how many times are you in a situation and you need to have a screwdriver or you need to have a pliers or whatever it is. And I was kind of like, here I am on my own. So anyone listening, whether you're a guy or a girl, I mean, it's definitely important to have a screw, um, a toolbox in your home. But Tamisha, what would you say if someone didn't want to buy a whole tool set, what would you say would be like the three most important tools to have in your house that could cover most of the ground of things that you'd be working on alone? Like a um, hammer? I would say the most important thing to have is, so of course you want to have your basic um, Phillips and flathead screwdriver. Correct. And you want to have them in a couple of different sizes, but you also want to have a drill. A good drill, not a not a wimpy girly drill. There, I don't have a drill. Electric drill. Oh, the electric screwdriver. I have not an electric drill. So, so yeah, you can do an electric screwdriver, but just a regular basic manual one from even from the Dollar Tree. The Dollar Tree has some really good ones. Um, and then, but a but a but a drill with a kit of different drill bits. Okay. Um, that'll get you very far, and a good hammer. Good hammer, right? That's exactly. A drill. It is I mean, a little intimidating for me. I like the electric screwdriver better, I think. But the drill will allow you to hang curtains. Yeah, I'm not there yet. <laughs> we're we're not know, there. You yet. know what we need to do? <laughs> we need to learn how to use a leveler. They're all okay, yes. here. He's got antique ones. They're everywhere because my curtains are not going to be perfectly straight. They're just, the rod's not going to be straight. That's why it's intimidating to me. Uh, you have to have multiple people. That's a whole project we can talk about another time. So, um, so actually a level is actually pretty important. Uh, you can get it like a really small level or a big level. Um, and, and nowadays- lasers. Don't they have lasers on your phone or, and stuff that show if it's in a street? Yes, on, your, on the iPhone, which I cannot figure out how you turn the ringer off on this, by the way. And, and, and so and they have a level on it. I, I just got an iPhone like last week. So I really, I saw that it- Welcome to the level. 21st century, Tamisha. <laughs> it's all, she didn't need it. Look at it's how right. she is. Exactly. <laughs> need an iphone now she's gonna now look at what she could do we could teach you a few tips that's right yeah right. i like we'll, we'll learning how to text <laughs> right well he, what we what we would love to do i mean i th th that's like some good really practical information you know the most important things people need to know when they're living in a home by themselves which is obviously very common after divorce you know the most important tools to have because you listen you go to ikea well, I guess Ikea is a bad example because I, you don't really, well, I guess like I needed a hammer no, when I was put the furniture yeah. together. Right. No, you do. But, but, but they have most of the pieces, but I did have to use a hammer to like hammer in some of the little wood pieces. But Which the truth is you need to have some, yeah, you need to have some basic tools around to be able to start your new life post relationship, whatever the case may be. But what we're going to do um, is we're going to do another episode with Tamisha where we actually are going to be having her demonstrate how to how to do a few basic tasks so that people can watch and really learn from the toolbox diva herself um we're gonna see how jessica and i fare we'll each have our own uh we'll have our own tools ready to go and we'll see if we can be coached if we're coachable that's right that's I, right you guys this, this stuff is so easy any you guys i know you got it 
<laughs> yeah. Well, we'll see. You can judge us when the time comes. We appreciate, um, we appreciate the, the good faith. Though. That's right. In the meantime, I want to say that on our ex-experts website, there is going to be a whole experts page as we do with everyone. That's all about Tamisha and Toolbox Divas. It'll have all of the information on how to access her social, her videos, her website, um, reach out to her. If you want to try to be one of those lucky people that has a project that she might actually help you with in person, um, or learn how to do it directly from her because this really is a service that we think is essential and we promise you'll have fun doing it with Tamisha. Well, that's yeah. a requirement. You have to have fun. <laughs> right. You have to have fun. So <laughs> thank you so much. Fly her in to where you live. That's right. That's right. Because she's the girl. You don't need a guy. No, you, you got a girl. That's right. We got a diva. Thank you, Tamisha, so much for your time today. We can't wait to do the next one with you. Thank you, guys. I had so much fun. I really enjoyed Thanks, this. Thanks, Tamisha. Thanks so much for listening to Divorce Etc. with the ex-experts. We really hope this episode was helpful for you in getting information you need and feeling empowered to get through it. And always remember there are so many of us just like you. Now, please hit the subscribe button so you always get new episodes and please rate and review us. You can also check out our website filled with free resources at xexperts.com. Follow us on social on Instagram and Facebook and send us an email to let us know your thoughts or any questions or topics you'd like us to talk about. See you next time.